Four months ago, I prepared a story on the stigma associated with being called a racist. For most whites, it's like saying you're a child molester or you beat your wife. Most Americans are not racists or white supremacists, in spite of the wall-to-wall -wall claims made by the white elite hard left and a handful of opportunistic black race baiters. That last group includes Al Sharpton, Jameel Hill, Don Lemon, No Joy Reid, and Ellie Mistal. All have gone out of their way to forego any semblance of cordial debate and go straight for the jugular. There can't be a more divisive strategy. These folks are only trying to get eyeballs and clicks, not results. The negative rhetoric has gotten even more vitriolic since I wrote the piece four months ago. There are leaders like John McWhorter, a black Columbia linguistics professor who's been an outspoken critic of the tactics used by the five previously mentioned. He wonders out loud why an open-minded white person would listen to them. Quote, one might ask just how people can be poised for making change when they've been taught that pretty much anything they say or think is racist and thus antithetical to the good. He goes on to say that this racially charged mantra is, quote, a new religion that has betrayed black America, close quote. It's no mystery that black Americans have left the Democrats in droves. A recent Wall Street Journal poll indicates that 30% of voting age blacks will vote Republican in 2022. That's twice the number when compared to 2020. McWhorter believes that most blacks think the strife peddled by the neo-racists is not nearly the issue the media portrays it to be. Quote, if you pull the camera back and think about 1965 and think about last week, there's been massive improvement. The question is why so many people pretend that that's not true, close quote. According to the Wall Street Journal poll, black voters respond more to economic and crime issues and have been rejecting the racist themes from the past. The left realizes it has very little going for it when it comes to favored public policy. Inflation has wrecked the economy, gas prices are high because Biden won't open up more American production, borders are porous, crime is high, so what to do? How about trying to frighten any American who will listen that a bunch of sinister right-wing segregationists are forming alliances in a number of clandestine ways to take over the government. The narrative, which is a predictable offshoot from the 1-6 melee, has been metastasizing to include things such as, according to the unhinged left, online fitness groups. At-home fitness boomed during the pandemic with some digital fitness apps attracting tens of millions of users and online groups proliferating to replace gym closures. But if you ask the delusional conspiracy theorists at MSNBC, most of those former gym rats favor MMA and UFC mixed martial arts fighting and therefore must all be bigots. They link them to Hitler's Nazis because they liked boxing and jujitsu. They go on to say that the setting is perfect for being groomed to be white supremacists and insurrectionists. So for you Peloton and Nordic Track users, careful. The next voice you hear coming from the bike's online streaming service might be, hey, fellow white supremacists, keep pedaling. Our work has just begun. 
It's not just working up a sweat in your home, which will make you suspect to the anti-racist crowd. The list is growing by the day of things that may link you to bigoted subversives. Owning a gun, disagreeing with the mainstream media, driving a gas-powered car, not getting vaxxed, and wanting secure elections. In the past six months, a number of people who have advocated any of those positions or activities have been the recipients of name-calling and abusive calls, and in some cases, boycotted, censored, or canceled. Oh, and if you say anything critical of Supreme Court nominee Ketanji Brown-Jackson, watch out. It doesn't matter that President Biden, the guy who nominated her, voted against former President Bush's black female nominee, Janice Rogers Brown. Issues raised during Jackson's hearing about giving reduced sentences to kiddie porn offenders and sitting on a board of a school which teaches critical race theory to its students will likely also draw more than raised eyebrows from the always righteous progressives. It's yesterday's news that the same senators who screeched about the injustice being heaped upon Jackson aggressively belittled and ridiculed a GOP woman nominee, Emmy Comey Barrett, just a few years ago. Well, based on what we're seeing today, the likelihood of Jackson getting a seat on the highest bench in the land looks likely. But Biden didn't do her any favors. He hurt her more than helped her when he touted to his base that he'd pick a nominee only based on race or gender. He should have just said he was picking the best person available and then chose her. Now, to many, it appears like an affirmative action pick, and she must be thinking the same thing. And for the other half dozen special racial or ethnic groups not chosen, they likely will raise a fuss for similar treatment if there is another opening. Well, remember, five minutes is all, all it takes, and you'll be the most enlightened and sophisticated person in the room. Subscribe now. It's free. Until next time, have a great day.